One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yep. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and The Bachelor? uh, That book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mmm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This, this is, is the, the game, game of, of roses. roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues. It is Monday, September 5th, which means we have for you a delicious offering of some clips from all of the most important podcasts around Bachelor Nation. And we're going to dive into them. We're going to break them down. We're going to listen to them. We're going to tell you what we believe they mean. This is... Digging Deeper. All right. We got a full plate for you today. We got clips from that Bachelor Happy Hour. Heard of it on Men Tell All. The official companion podcast. Well, they're talking about the Mentel all in their clips. So it's the snake eating its own tail once again. We got clips from Almost Famous. We got clips from Clickbait. You know we were going to have that. We got clips from Reality Life with uh, Kate Casey, uh, who had a very special guest. His name is Grocery Store. 
We have clips from Off the Vine <laughs> with Katie Thurston. We have clips from, of course, the Vial Files. He is... Um, His name was Grocery Store. The Great One is in rare form today. Let me just say that. <laughs> <laughs> And we yes, <laughs> get out the wig. It's I mean, some of the shit he's saying in some of these clips is it's mind blowing. And I don't know how at this point in my life he can still surprise me with how just fucking much of an egomaniac he is. Surprise and delight. It is. It is surprise and delight. We're going to have all that surprise and delight for you. And we end today's episode with a clip from The Bachelor on which Serener Pitt and grocery store made an appearance. And what grocery store says in this clip about his time on BIP, I mean, he's spilling some tea for sure in it, uh, but what he reveals about his proposal to Serena Pitt is fucking insane. So we hope you'll stick around for that. But Ooh. we are going to kick this one off with Bachelor Happy Hour, live from the Mentel All from August 30th, 2022. In this first clip, we've got Becca Kufrin talking about her feelings about sauce. Here we go. We saw Meatball slowly undress. We saw him pour that lovely marinara sauce all down his body. Did you like I loved it. I was like, I want somebody to do this to me too. Really? That's how you felt when that was happening? I love sauce. Yes. (laughs) Give me all the sauce. She's trolling us, right? <laughs> this is a straight troll. I don't know. This is a beautiful clip. I love sauce. But like just are you not entertained? She's given some good one-liners. I as we've gone through this, the strange journey of ours through the pit, digging the mm-hmm. pit, becoming bachelor experts, all this shit. You and I have had other times where we think the show is potentially trolling us, that they put things in the document. All the time. Like the squirrel date, the ladders, you know, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, this seems like that to me. She said, I love sauce, and they're talking about sauce, 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 sauce. Sauce is what we, we've deemed it the sauce wars because of Grocery Store Joe. And now somehow sauce makes its way into the game, and then the official Bachelor Nation podcast are just sauce, sauce, sauce. They're talking about how much they love it. This is trolling. Right? She loves it and she wants to be doused in it. But she's already doused in it. That's what she doesn't realize. Oh, she realizes. That's what I'm saying. They all realize it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so gullible. I don't know. I know. You think DLP is innocent. (laughs) I, I, I waver between gullible and paranoid. Yeah, that's a good place to be. Just generally speaking. But that was just a little appetizer, a little sauce appetizer, a little shot, a little sauce cocktail before the main course of this meal. And now we're going to move into the second clip from the same Bachelor Happy Hour in which Gabby Windy reveals her thoughts on Hayden not showing up to the mental all and what she thinks the reaction would have been had he been there. Here we go. Do you have any idea that Hayden was not going to be here? Uh, I did. Was I supposed to? I don't know. I don't know. What, 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 <laughs> no, were, your, I what were your thoughts then? What were yeah. your thoughts when you found out he was not going to be here? Or I, chose not to come? It honestly wasn't that surprising, truthfully. I think he was getting a lot of heat yeah. online and stuff, rightfully so. So I think he could have taken the high road, came to apologize and see what he had to have said. But I think he would have gotten ripped apart by the men, probably by me. So maybe he was just <laughs> <laughs> trying to... like Probably by us also. <laughs> yeah. Here... Wendy potentially accidentally reveals that she knew before the men tell all that he was not going to be there. 
Now, this doesn't reveal to us whether they invited him or not, but what it does reveal is that when Dark Lord Harrison, sorry, Dark Lord Palmer, said, will Hayden show up, he already knew the answer. The answer was no, as we said in our recap. It means that the trailer with the fake star on it, with Hayden's name on it, was just to fucking punch down one more time. To punch down one more time, to insult the audience. We're going to get to a clip a little bit later, a few clips from now, that is Ben Higgins talking about how the show is treating the audience. And I think shit like this is a part of it, where they are teasing us mm-hmm. with shit that they know. It's it's just open lies to the audience. And I know that's what the show is. 4TRR specifically is the lie of the show. No one goes on the show to find love. Sometimes it happens uh, you know, through circumstances out of the show's control, but that's not why anyone goes on the show. <laughs> People go on the show to become influencers. People go on the show to get some kind of fame. And that lie now that they're trying to uphold, I feel like it's just gotten out of control. It's like they have carte blanche to lie to the audience about everything always. And it's, it is getting shitty. This kind of stuff is like, well, why am Mm -hmm. I watching this if you're just fucking going to lie to me every goddamn time? Yeah, the Ben Higgins clip is I really identified with what he is saying, um, which we will get to. But this in this clip, there's so many things there. She's saying Gabby is like slinging the sauce left and right. Hayden would have gotten ripped apart by the men and me. And probably us, says Becca Kufrin, adds it in there, pile on. And it's like, but he did get ripped apart. He already was. There's yeah. just not a hypothetical would've situation. It's also saying, oh, he could have taken the high road. Like, oh, the high road is this thing that we should all strive for. And that is the that is the holy grail. The show's not taking the high road. The show was just bashing him every five minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to say, in all the years we've now been doing this, something has happened to me in terms of how I view the villains. But I also think in how the villains are treated in the show has changed. I've become much more sympathetic to them. And yeah, me too. I think in this case, Hayden's not even really a villain. He said some shit that was like easily re-edited to make him sound terrible. But he was just reiterating what other people had said. Now, we don't know about some of the stuff where he's, you know, saying bad words and and calling them bad names. But like, we didn't see that. Yeah. Comparing their boobs and stuff. That wasn't in the document. Exactly. And so if it's not in the document, we can't be sure that it actually happened. Um, I just don't think that it whatever he did, I don't think it warranted what they did to him on the men tell all. And now, as we've always said in the sauce wars... The company podcasts are just further upholding that narrative that Hayden's a piece of shit and we would have fucking taken him down to, you know, it's uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's real strange to me the way that 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 whole thing is happening, I guess, with villains. And I'm curious to see if that gets course corrected or also if we see a true villain step up, if we see a Chad Johnson style villain who does show up to the mental all and when they try to pull this shit on him and he's just like, fuck you. I wouldn't mind seeing something like that in the very near future. But I don't know if they put that person on the show now. Hey, we're going to see a fuck you, Lord Palmer in BIP. It That's looks scripted, like. though. That's not real. You know what I mean? Nothing in this BIP is real, yeah, by the way. No, I know. 
everything this season on BIP is I won't say everything, but let's just say let's just say a lot of it is uh strategic, shall we say? Let's move on to the next clip. This next one comes to us from Almost Famous with guests Bob Guinea and Trista Sutter from August 29th, 2022. In this clip, Ashley Iaconetti uses a very interesting phrase to describe the first players in paradise. Here we go. Going through the list of the first cast, uh, the, you know, the original cast, which is now referred to as the first sand. First sand. That's the slang term these days for Bachelor Nation. If you get first sand, everybody gets really excited. Well, I feel like she's almost there. I mean, yes, we probably should have a term for all of the people who are in the first episode, but first sand specifically refers to the first male player and the first female player to have sand twixt their toes. Yeah, but nonetheless, she used the phrase. And, you know, we've been saying this for a while and we've seen some very good results recently, but part of Mm -hmm. our goal in what we're doing with Game of Roses is to create this lexicon of terms used to describe the game that will get absorbed into the game itself. We have seen Huju do that very successfully. Producers now call it Huju. All the players call it Huju. Uh, we've seen Dark Lord Palmer literally fucking say it. It is like as he's live tweeting the show. It doesn't get much higher than that. I'm still waiting for a day where they flash up on the screen during the document, like Huju alert, you know, something like that. Maybe we'll get to that point. <gasps> Who do alert? Oh my God, I would love that. I could see them doing something like that in Paradise, actually. Doing like a Hooju competition. So this is another one of our terms. A Hooju competition is the dream date I would love to see on The Bachelor. I agree. And I would love to be present as one of the judges side by side with DLP and yourself. And Kelsey Weir. Oh my God. If Kelsey no. Weir came back, yeah, she'd be a great color commentator. But... This is first sand. This is another term that we coined here at Game of Roses, now being used by one of the heaviest hitters the game has ever fucking seen on her podcast. I I mean, we're doing it, Pace Case. AF, not AFOG. I love AFOG. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Ashley Iconetti, she's she's the queen of the castle. She's she's the Bachelor Nation royalty. Yeah, I absolutely love this clip. I love hearing any of our terminology get used, but especially used by not only a gigantic player like this, but one of my favorite players of all time. I didn't think first sand would be the next term to get used, though. No. I thought it was going to be PTC, but first sand is it. First sand is our second success yeah. in the the lexicon being absorbed into the real game, I feel like. Congrats, Clues. Congrats, Pace Case. Two terms down. 500,000 to go. (laughs) Hey, it isn't that crazy. Uh, Let's move on to this next clip. This is the one that we were talking about. This is also from Almost Famous. I'm not sure what episode it was from, but it was put together in an Instagram reel. And in this... uh, And you can see that reel on the Almost Famous podcast Instagram. In this clip, Ben Higgins is discussing this problem he sees with the current producer's decisions about what is going on in the document, basically. This clip, I think, is a very important one. So here we go. And that's what I think the show needs to be careful of. And so to get a little bit like farther out, these teasers that are disappointing lose trust in your audience. Oh, my God. What a point, Ben Higgins. You know, remember the days of the fence jump when there was a tease that lived up 
people people responded. And so during a season of the show where the show is trying to gain back the trust of the viewer, trying to um, move forward, uh, gaining the trust of the viewer, these big teases that don't live up to the hype are, I think, very um, I, I want to use the word dangerous, but dangerous seems very heavy. But like what I mean is these uh, these teasers that don't satisfy what we're all hoping for, especially when they say it's life changing, I think make the viewers at some point go, I'm done with this thing. Like, I don't want to watch this anymore. I don't want to be drawn into something that's going to disappoint me. Totally. One hundred percent agree. The show does need to be careful. And he is saying here that they need to get a little farther out. And this is exactly what you were saying in our Twibbon from Friday, mm-hmm. that they are being short-sighted. And they are like, oh, well, we can get $200,000 for this Billy Eichner 20-minute segment rather than servicing their show, servicing VIP at the mental hall. I agree with everything he's saying here. And it's at this point, like where we are with with the bachelor as a sport you're starting to see these old players like higgins like Iaconetti in this case having these kind of deeper conversations about the state of the game what the fuck are the producers doing why are they doing this and they go back to the fence jump they bring that up here mm-hmm. and i agree with them bring her home to us B- right bring her home to us was fence jump 2.0 essentially but that fence jump moment in season 23 when colton underwood feels uh so pressured so trapped by the production maybe so manipulated by the producers that he feels the need to literally escape the show that moment did live up to expectation because they show Mm -hmm. you the clip he's jumping over the fence in all the promos and you're thinking to yourself what could push a guy to fucking do this the goddamn bachelor is trying to escape the show and indeed that's exactly what happened and you see him hit a camera before that when you see the the full document now they're trying mm-hmm. so hard to create that moment, which happened naturally on season 23, or maybe not naturally. That was Elon Gale. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like it was it was manipulated correctly. Now the producers you have in charge of the show are so bad at doing the proper manipulations while still maintaining the illusion of 4TRR that they have to manufacture these fake fence jump moments. And usually they do it yeah. by editing tricks in the promo. So there's never a fence jump moment. They're trying to force the leads to get to that moment where they're like, I want to get out of here, basically, because they think that was so successful with Colton Underwood. What they don't realize is that's not what it's about. It's mm-hmm. not about breaking the lead down and trying to get them to fucking flee the show. It's about a a giant emotional moment. That is it. And then you build up to, yes, why is this person so emotional is the question we now need answered by the end of the season. It doesn't have to specifically do with them wanting to flee the show. It could be anything. Look at Sweetnum. (laughs) Bring her home. Bring her home to us. It's like, who the fuck is her? Why is this woman crying? What is going on? You had, there were questions in it that needed to be answered. Yeah. Is it Hannah Brown? All of that. Exactly. Is it Kelly Flanagan? Is it Maddie Prue? Is it Sluice? Yeah, it could have been any of them. At least at a certain time. It also was uh, Julie LaPlaca. <laughs> she was in the mix. A producer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that but ultimately, you're just looking for a moment that builds to some giant dramatic incident that has in it questions. Why is this person reacting this way? That is what they need to be doing. And these producers don't 
clearly don't fucking understand that because all they're trying to do is break people down and put them in situations that are get the lead to quit. <laughs> yeah, basically trying to get the lead to quit. They they equate that to the fence jump. Katie Thurston, book my flight home. They just don't understand why the fence jump works so well. They see it at a very surface level. Clayton Eckerd, I'm broken. Exactly. And I think what Ben Higgins is saying about losing audiences' trust is correct. Anytime Mike Fleiss tweets something, all of the comments are, fuck you, you're lying, this is bullshit. We're already there, at least in terms of, of his tweets. But even with the show, you know, I don't. I look at those promos now and I'm just like, none of this is fucking real. This is all bullshit every time. And it used to not be that way. I am a little more skeptical. I didn't really think my life was going to change, but I had, there's always a little hope. There's just a little sliver of hope. And my life didn't change. Yeah. And I agree. The fourth audience has every right to be pissed off about this. My life didn't change, but I did think, based on that phrase specifically, that it was going to be something about the larger show. That it was going to be an announcement yeah. of a Bachelor or there's going to be another Bachelorette season. Something kind of on that scope. A spinoff. It's going to streaming. The the old Bachelor and Bachelorette show, The what is it, the... 65 plus bachelor was going to be announced. Something like that is what I thought it could potentially be. But only 1% of me thought that 99% of me thought it was going to be some complete bullshit lie. And indeed, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> so thank you, Ben Higgins, for recognizing what we all see as well. And now we're going to move on to <laughs> clickbait. This episode yes. from September 1st, the guest was Gabby Windy. We have three clips. They are all dripping with zalls. In the first one, grocery store and the clickbait crew weigh in on why their season of BIP was better than whatever BIP season eight is going to offer. There is sour grapesing in this clip. There is saucing in this clip. It has everything. Here we go. So, if you want to hear the rest of this episode, and you probably do, because the final clip of Grocery Store Joe explaining why he proposed to Serena Pitt is a must-listen. If you want to hear it, you just go to patreon.com slash gamerroses, join us in the bottom of the pit, and you're going to get access to the rest of this full episode. You're going to get access to all the different Digging Deepers we've done, all the different episodes that we've done, which now are over 50 and you're going to get access to our Discord where you can submit your screams from the pit that we play on our Friday This Week in Bachelor Nation shows. You're also going to get everything else we throw in there, including our live videos that we do half an hour before every game. And you are going to get access to something very special. Pace Case and I took a trip to Villa de la Vina, that is the Bachelor Mansion, over this past weekend, and we're going to have a vlog coming out about that experience on Patreon. So if you want access to all that stuff, once again, you just go to patreon.com slash gameofroses and join us in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit, you can get it in. Dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit. There's room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in. It's the pit. You. Can
can get it in and dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit. There's room enough to fit. Everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit. Now you've heard me talk about quince on this program before. I love quince. I am right now, head to toe, dressed in quince. I got their shirts, I got their pants, I got everything from quince. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying those luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen, under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from, get this, $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you're going to have them in that closet forever, unless you wear them out, which I may because I literally wear them every day. I know you're wondering, how do they do it? Well, Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings right on to you and to me. What's even better, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes so you can feel good about getting high-quality items that are going to last you longer. Upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com slash roses to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash roses. We're coming out of spring and we're headed into summer. It's a great time of year. It's a time for renewal. For me, that means reconnecting with friends and family I haven't seen for a while. And when I do, I want to make sure I have plenty of wine on hand to celebrate with. That's why First Leaf is a great option. As America's most personalized wine company, First Leaf takes the worry and guesswork out of buying quality wines, especially if you're somebody like me who knows maybe a little bit about these things, but not enough. Not enough to really make a great decision. They make the decision for you. To get started, you just answer some specific questions about your wine likes and dislikes on First Leaf's website. And these can be things that are about the people you're buying it for as well, if you're doing it as a gift. It only takes about five minutes to create your own personalized wine profile. Then you get your very own wine concierge who's going to use those responses to curate a customized selection of delicious award-winning varieties from rosés to sparklings and everything in between. It's all based on your personal preferences on those questions you answered. These hand-selected wines are going to be delivered to your door within a few days with each bottle priced lower than what you'd pay at a wine store. You even get to choose when you get the wine. Plus, Every selection is backed by First Leaf's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And if you have questions about your wines, like what to pair them with, for example, First Leaf's personal wine concierge team is there to offer that expert advice. So it takes all the guesswork out. I love reconnecting with friends and family over bottles of First Leaf wine, and I bet you'll feel that way too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com roses to sign up and save 50% on your first six hand-curated bottles plus free shipping. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses to save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com roses. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.